Thank you for tuning in to Carbondale Historical Society's podcast. This episode is part of our This I Remember audio archive. This archive are interviews conducted in the 1980s and 90s by Mary Ferguson, a longtime resident of Carbondale, born in Spring Gulch. These interviews aired on Katie and Kay and were recently donated to the Historical Society by Mary's descendants. The Historical Society wants to thank Katie and Kay, Seven Stars Rebecca Lodge Number 91, Alpine Bank and Meredith and Dan Bullock Ferguson's family, as well as the many other donors and volunteers who came together to save these tapes and make them forever available to our Carbondale community. Enjoy. This is Mary Ferguson, the Sergeant Member, Katie and Kay. Tonight, my guest is Carl Vetter, an old time resident and cowboy of this community. At one time, cattle was the economic standby for Carbondale. Now it's tourists. But tonight, Carl, I'd like for you to tell us something about the cattle industry and about your cowboy days. When did you come to Carbondale? In 1951, in May, in 1951. I came here from Aspen. And first thing that I got come to this country is in 1945. I come to Sweetwater. I met my wife there and we run the Sweetwater Lake a couple years and then we uh, worked for my mother-in-law for a year and then we went to the Eastern Slope for two year, or a year, about a year. And then we come back up here to Aspen. And I worked up there in Aspen for about a year and a half. And then I moved to Carbondale in 1951 in May. And I went to work for Bob Perry at Mount Sulphur Surfer Ranch for 11 years I worked there. Then after I got done, there I wanted to do some, I was rodeoing then and working on the ranch. It was rodeo on weekends. Yes, I know we had some great rodeos in that day. Yes. So we rodeoed on weekends and during the week we'd stack hay and we stacked all that hay by hand. And then we'd go out and have fun on Saturdays and Sundays. Then I got, well I guess I got tired of that so I went to work for the Cattle Association up on North Thompson. And I was up there seven years riding the range. For it was that's where it was a great life. That's where our folks had their uh, ranch up there. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, uh, were you connected with the uh, Sweet Ranch then? No, no, I never did. I got on with Bob Perry, the Grub Ranch. The Grub Ranch. Yeah. And I never did have anything to do with the Sweet Ranch. And I guess I did, I rode the range. Dwayne uh, Gilfrey run the, the Sweet Ranch. I guess that's what they called it then. Yes, it was the Sweet Ranch then, but now yeah. it is the Anschutz. Yeah, Crystal River Ranch. Yeah, the Crystal River Ranch. Ranch but, but Anschutz is the owner. Yes, uh huh. And of course, I think, I don't know, do they run cattle? Still run cattle? They they just started here a couple, three years ago. Uh, Mr. Anschutz passed away and 
uh, his son Philip and uh, daughter Susan, Susie, I think it's her name, they uh, kind of split the ranch up and she got the Crystal River Ranch now and she's running her cattle up there. Also, the deer and elk. Oh, yes, that's right. There's a lot of deer <laughs> and the elk, elk there. in the wintertime. Lots of them. Well, many years ago, Roy Draper, my sister's husband, uh-huh. used to herd the cattle up on the uh, cowboy. He was the cowboy for the Sweet Ranch. Oh, the and, Sweet Ranch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, they'd take the cattle out in the summertime and bring them back in in the fall. That's, well, that's, I'd help brand in the, is in uh, about first of May they start branding, and the cowboy is always supposed to help. Well, that's the deal I made. Yes, that you help the ranchers brand the cattle, and that boy, that was a job. Thir- there's 13 social uh, permittees up there, and it took <laughs> took forever. Well, yeah, take a day here with this guy. 13 straight days of branding and throwing them calves and everything. Anyway, I'd work up there and then I'd get done about Thanksgiving time I'd be riding Thanksgiving day even picking up the strays and then after that DRC Brown out at the Mount Soper Surfer Ranch with Bob Perry give me a job at Aspen at the ski toll I'd run the snowcat and so I had a pretty good deal there I thought it did just changed your mode of transportation well it, from a horse know, to a Ski cat. In the wintertime. <laughs> yes. It's all, but summertime come, I know more of the cat. <laughs> so, well, they've got the snow up there this year. They have. They've got a lot of snow, and it, it's a showing on that old river, too. Yes, it's it is. It's really moving up. It's come up. It's a good thing the nights have been cool, or we would have had oh, yes. much more flooding than we have. You're right. We had a lot of fun working on the ranch, and... It wasn't very good pay, but I loved working on the ranch and rodeoing in the weekends. Boy, that that was a lot of fun. I have a little great-grandson who's six years old that thinks he's a real cowboy. He's Kadon's grandson, Tommy Uh uh, Ferguson's son, Kadon Ferguson. And uh, he rode a goat at one of the rodeos, and then he rode a calf. (laughs) <laughs> and he has his own horse, and I tell you, he's, he's a cowboy. I got a, a grandson. He's 15 now, but he started riding when he was uh, 12, 11 or 12, and he he went to the Little Britches. He yes, rode yes. Little Britches every weekend, and I didn't get to call him today, see where he went today, but he had got in the... Uh, Little Bridges finals, state finals in uh, Colorado Springs, and he came out fourth. Uh, two, I think it's two years ago, or last year maybe it was. He uh, ended up fourth in the Little Bridges, and I'm telling you, there's a lot of kids in that. That's uh, <clears throat> so good that they were doing something like that with the animals. I love They're it. not uh, running astray as they do on the street. Well, you know, he he lives in town. And he never, never had anything. But he'd always come stay with us in the summer whenever he could. But he got tied up with that. And first he started out on a bicycle racing. And he had a wreck, and that was the end of that. And I thought, well, the first bull throws him off. He rides bulls and bareback horses. 
and the first bull throws him off. I figured that'd be the end, but he gets right back up on him again. He broke his collarbone this uh, this winter. He rode the, he he rides in Las Vegas. Well, he rides all over. He, he, that's that's, that's great. great. Oh, yes, it is. It's, it's I wish it, more of these kids would get in. Well, it's too many in cars now. They, I think the they don't have to really get into the bull riding, but they could get into something else besides the cars or something else. Though I think they could. I think it could be great for them kids. Well, what do you think of the farming now? You know, it used to be Carbondale used to raise potatoes. Pretty sad. And uh, now I think there's only a couple of people who raises who raise potatoes. And, and they, uh, Nisan, I still raise a few, but they don't raise too many. You ship them out by carloads. Oh yeah, I I helped uh, down at the warehouse here, uh, sort them in the winter time. Yes, I helped in that even. And it it's a shame. I can't. Yes. This town. Well, they open. can't raise houses and raise a crop at the same That's time. Right, what are we going to eat after a while? Fish, maybe. Then they ain't going to last that long. So. They're getting so they won't let you keep them. You know, you have to throw them back. back. So I, I don't know what's going to happen to the, to the country if we don't turn it around some way. And I don't. I'm not the man to do this. <laughs> I'd like to, I'll help them. I'll help anybody any way I can, but I just don't see how we can do anything. You have quite a, do you still have your trailer court? No, I sold it about three, four years ago, five years ago. Uh, I retired about five, six years ago and, and told Mary, let's sell it. Cause I'm not one to go off and leave anything. I like to stay with it. And I told her, I said, we get, we want to go on a little trip. We get someplace and the water line breaks. I said, then people don't know how to fix it. Only me. <laughs> so anyway, we finally sold it. But we live right at the north end. Yes, I know you do. I try to help Molly out with it. And I love to help other people. Well, you do that. I remember you bringing wood to people, cutting wood and bringing loads of wood to people, just for a thank you. I'm going to try again this summer, cut a little bit, but I can't do too much. Though I get so weak and tired that I have to lay off a couple of days and then go back again another day. But it ain't. There's other people just as bad as I am. I I know how it is. Well, it's tough. But that's the only way you can survive, really, is to keep busy. Right. Because if you just sit down and first thing you know, you're sorry for yourself, mm -hmm. and then you're sunk. Well, I, I, I got a big yard over there. I'm trying to keep up and raise some flowers and stuff. And that rain come, the grass just got away from me. It's oh, I tell you. It's getting better. I picked a dandelion stem okay. that was 16 inches tall. Yeah, yeah, because it was just trying to get ahead of all the other weeds yeah. around there. And the peonies, their blossoms are so tall. I, I don't know how they're going to hold them up when they're I in bloom. I've got to plant some, couple, just a couple places I want to put some in. But we yeah. had, I had a lot of fun. I'm not getting nobody rodeoing and working and 
hauling hay and stuff, I really had a lot of fun. I think I did everybody's people right, I think. I don't know, but we used to go from the rodeos from Colburn to Aspen to Rifle to Meeker, Steamboat Springs, and Eagle and Burn. We used to yes. make all of them, you know, them country rodeos. Yes. We used to follow them all the time. Yeah. Our kids loved to ride. It was a lot of fun. Boy. I was in them all, all the time. Anytime I could, I was in it. <laughs> well, you and uh, uh, you and Miriam and uh, were the uh, represented Potato Day a yes, few years ago. Yes. And um, about three years about ago. About three years right. ago. And yeah. very thrilling, I riding <laughs> horses in the uh, rodeo. And uh, did you see all the kids down there at the swim meet today? No, I didn't. <laughs> there I must, oh, that park is absolutely full of kids. I bet so. And of course, the streets are absolutely full of cars. We was pretty busy. I had company this morning, and then, well, about noon, somebody, I don't know who come in, and then Ed just come about 4.30, and I told him mm -hmm. I had to leave here pretty quick, and he oh. brought me a flower. Uh, a sure. Plant, uh, a plant in it. Yes, for Father's I Day. I love plants. Boy. Well, I had a strange experience just a little while ago. I parked over there in the parking lot across the street, and then I got out of the car to come across, and a car started backing up, and I, I waited. And then I looked in the car, and there wasn't a driver in there. Well, the Somebody left their car without the brake on, and the car backed up right in front of me and backed down to the driveway from the parking lot across the street. Huh. And I hollered at someone that went by with a bicycle, and he jumped off and set the brake and pushed it out of the way. Oh, darn. <laughs> and somebody just left it without Didn't setting it. Didn't put it in park, even. And uh, it was uh, no, no brake. just traveling by itself. Yeah. And I was afraid it might, you know, turn and go out into the street well, and yes, really cause that. an accident of some kind. But you remember when our streets were just plain dirt, yeah, and then the gravel, yeah, and I then remember that. And on potato days, when they used to ride and from one end of the um, street to the other and pick up potatoes and bring them back and uh, yeah. <laughs> see who could fill their baskets first. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a lot of fun. Is all I can say. So, now, go ahead. Well, now, uh, the uh, community has grown so that really we're not raising cattle as such, we're not raising potatoes as such, we're not raising grain as we used to, but we are raising houses and tourists. That's right. Can you tell us something about and the I, difference that you've seen as the uh, I, I different... I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I put it that way, Mary. But, I, I don't know. It's been quite a, it's been an awful change. You used to walk down the street here in town and you knew everybody and 
being dead in the home, you, you speak to them. I'd always say hello to them. Now you walk down the street and you see, you know, meet somebody you don't know, and you say, hi, how you doing? They'll look at you like you're, you're going to hit them or something. <laughs> I wasn't brought up that way. But I see how they get it. And they, a lot of them come out of the big towns, and you don't dare open your mouth in town or any place because they'll get you. A lot of times, you know how you know how that is. Yes, never locked the door from one year's no, end to the next. We never did either till just last year, mm -hmm. and then we decided we'd better start locking it. We was lucky. We never have lost nothing, and right now in the trailer park that we own, there's a bunch of Hispanics in there, and I wave at all of them. I try to speak to them. And some now they're getting so when they by they wave at me and ones that can speak English will say hi and the little kid running around <laughs> there and I'm always hollering at them and talking to them and it it's really nice it's really nice to have friends that's all I can say. Our school has grown so at one time we had a two-story building. Yeah. The eight grades were downstairs, the high school was upstairs, and all of our activities had to be in the Odd Fellows Hall because we didn't have a, well, an auditorium of our own. And now look at the schools we have and the mobiles that they're using and also the schools that are going to be built, and the private schools that we have. The time they get them built, they're gonna have to build some more. That's right. The way it's going, if it keeps keep, going like this. People keep growing. How long do you think it, it'll grow or go like this? Well, right now, if we develop the, uh, the projects that are all planned, it'll be 10, 15 years before they're all finished, and then there's no telling yeah. how many are going to come in between that. That's right. Because everybody wants to build a house somewhere. It, it's really a great shame the way they they're taking these good fields and putting houses on them, like Will uh, Chuck Ranch down yes. there. Yes, that, that, that Frank was Smith a place. great, a beautiful farm. That was a good farm, and uh, Dar or uh, yeah, Darian's out here. Yes, Smith, Larry, uh, Jerry Smith. Yeah, he's on it now. I yeah. can't remember. But anyway, that was a good place. And it used to come clear down, you know, uh, clear down here to Sulphur Street. Well, at one time, the uh, Holland homestead yeah. had all the southern part of the town. Yeah. And then the um, Wald Ranch had the western part of the town. Yeah. And uh, the Weaver edition was the northern part of the town, <laughs> and all of it now is is town. It's just the people that got it now, though. <clears throat> they the land they don't raise the hay or anything like they used to. They'll they'll take off of that land what they can get, but they won't put nothing in it. You know. These guys got bought these places and they'll irrigate a little bit and cut the hay and take what hay they can get and that's that's good enough for them. But you don't you don't do land that way. You gotta take care of it. And 
then pretty soon they'll turn it into housing projects. Nice up there, the only ones I think that uh, have farms together. Yeah. You know, when uh, the senior Nislady came to this country, he was talking to my dad, and he said, I had two dimes. And from those two dimes, look what he has built and what his sons and grandsons have built. Well, he had more than I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I come to this country, I walked over Loveland Pass. That's where oh. the tunnel was built. And I walked over Loveland Pass with 15 cents in my pocket and a Levi jacket, just like I got on. I didn't have no suitcase or nothing. Oh. And I ended up at Sweetwater and got a job there. I get in that night and he needs somebody to go to Deep Lake uh, with horses to tie people in. One off of one word, that's all that's all I come for. And I'll I'll tell you, Mary, I stayed there all summer. He we run the lodge, Sweetwater Lodge. And he'd have to come to town every Saturday to get groceries. And every Saturday he'd ask me, Do you want to go to town with me? No. I never went to town all summer. I stayed right there on that place and I fished and I rode and I just have, went to dances on Saturday night right down the, the creek there, yes. and that was it. That was... God. That was back in the 40s. Boy, I had a lot of fun. <laughs> the, um, well, Carbondale used to have the old-time dances. Right. Oh, the uh, square dancing and all that, and then the, at Missouri Heights and Cattle Creek. Yeah. We always had the old-time fiddlers. Cattle Creek up there. Yes. There again, yeah, that's a hit, pretty well up ahead of Cattle Creek. Up there on that the creek comes in, and the Cattle Creek comes down, and the other one comes in up there by uh, those uh, rascals. Yes. Uh, John yeah. used to live up above there, and right there at Porsche Road was that schoolhouse. I went there, oh. dances there a lot of times. That was fun, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was. Great. We'd have to hurry home yeah. <laughs> so that we could milk the cows. <laughs> it was, uh, well, we didn't have a radio, we didn't have TV. Few people even had telephones. That's right. So it was a community affair, and everybody chip in, and we'd really have great times. Wife and I were first married. We lived in a house, had a dirt floor and a dirt roof. You, yes, uh, you at the, our ranch on North Thompson had uh, a dirt roof. It had a dirt floor even. We lived in that for a couple of years. Did everything we could to keep going and we made it. We had a lot of fun though when we got over here, then worked for Bob Perry. We, wasn't making much, but we got along fine. We got these rodeos. We had a lot of fun. Well, and our uh, salaries were not too much, no. but everybody raised yeah. their own, all their vegetables, and a couple of pigs. Yeah, that salary was a beef or so, and uh, everyone was. We really didn't have what you call a depression because we depended on ourselves. I. They all say we had depression, but I didn't notice it. That's like why I say, said, yeah, we all, none of us were we hungry. We did for ourselves. No, none of us were hungry. hungry. 
<laughs> We've got these rodeos. I don't always get in while horse race or, or else bulldogging or, or, or saddle bronc riding. We had, had a lot of fun on that. Did uh, How many bones did you break? I I never broke a bone rodeoing. I broke my collarbone riding the range up here. <laughs> uh, it's up there at Spring Ghost where yes. the housing the houses was. <laughs> Well, I was taking the cattle up the hill there that day, and the calf broke back, and I took after him. The sagebrush was almost three, four foot high, and the horse, I was riding out a horse, and he was jumping over there. Just he jumped over that one, I looked right in front of me, and there was a hole, a house, uh, the, the cellar of the house, or the crawl space. And I saw it coming, so I got my feet out of the stirrups, and uh, I thought, now, he'll jump over that, but right in the middle, the dirt come up. Well, he hit on the edge of that, and he kind of stumbled and stuck his nose in the dirt, and he caught, uh, he caught his foot, got on in another hole on the other side, and then he tipped over, looked clear over top of me, just somersaulting. And uh, I saw, I seen it coming, so I was going to jump off if I could, but, he went down, then he is a big stout horse, and he come up and he caught me in the saddle. I couldn't get away, and I knocked him <laughs> down then, and down we went. And I looked up, and here he comes, his tail was <laughs> coming right at me, and I, I thought, now when I come, I'll just, or when he comes, I'll just stoop over, or lean over, and I leaned over, and his hip just caught my shoulder, broke my collarbone, and cracked my belly. And that's all it did to me. All that rodeo. All the rodeo and riding, all the horses and everything. And that's the only trouble I ever had. And it, well, that, that was the 27th of May. And the week before that, I rodeoed down in Glenwood at the Strawberry Days. And I won the wild horse race that day. And the next weekend, I was in the hospital. I was in there for five days. And then I had to... <laughs> I had, uh, I got out and I couldn't ride. The doctor kept telling me, you can't ride now till, so anyway, about the 1st of August, I, I figured I could ride. So at 4 o'clock in the morning, I got up for my wife and I saddled up my old horse. I sold that, I had my arm sling, I sold that saddle up there and I led her up to a big old rock and straight up down one side and sloping on the other. So I had her stay there. I went around. I got her. I slid down the saddle, and I thought I was going to pass. Cause you out. got up on the rock and <laughs> yeah, slid down the rock under the saddle. Yeah, that's the way I, I couldn't get on. No other way. And I, when I hit there, it just went by. Hit the saddle. It, you know, my I cracked my belly, and it kind of it, it, well forced yeah. on again. And oh, really? When you hit that saddle? Yeah, it just kind of. Just started right down, and then when I grabbed the horn, and I sit there, and she just stood there. There's a great old horse. Yes, they, they have more sense than people a they lot do. of times. Well, Carl, it was nice of you to come up and talk to us, <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you another time. All right, but, Carl, uh, great. Yeah, so it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, but you know, I, go ahead. Thank you for listening to another fantastic installment of This I Remember by Mary Ferguson. For the full archive of all of the episodes, please visit carbondalehistory.org.
If you would like to be able to search through the entire transcription library of all of her episodes, please email info at carbondalehistory.org. Thanks so much. Stay tuned. Subscribe.